Sometimes maintaining relationships can be quite the challenge as we get older and go through different phases and seasons of our lives. As we change and evolve, so does our friendships. So grab your throw blanket or whatever you find comfort in and let's chat about maintaining adult relationships. Today on the Throw Time with Ty podcast, I have my first guest. Four of my friends are joining me today to talk about maintaining our friendship, their friendships with other people, and how COVID has had an impact on relationships. So get comfy and tune in with us for part one of two of this series. So I am your host, Ty. Most of you know me already. I don't think I ever gave a description of myself on the podcast. So uh, just a little bit about me. I am a Detroit girl through and through, as y'all probably noticed throughout my podcast episodes. Um, I work full time as an operations manager. And I really don't have any hobbies or anything else interesting to mention. Um, This podcast, of course, is one of my hobbies. Of course, you can follow us at Throw Time with Ty on Instagram. And now we're going to get into introductions for the rest of our guests, starting with Amber. Hi, my name is Amber McLean. I am from Detroit. What's up? I'm a wife, a mom of two now. I have a two-year-old and a three-month-old. I'm a CPA by trade. And I also have a blog and a YouTube channel, This Is Life with Amber, where I just pretty much do the things that I love to do, which is cooking with my kids, um, things I do with my husband or other fun things right now, like dancing. So you can follow me on my YouTube page and also my Instagram at This Is Life with Amber. Hello, um, my name is Brianna. I am an HR professional. I'm currently not disclosing my company because I might be listening um <laughs> I'm from Detroit I am still trying to rediscover hobbies so I don't really have any either trying to get a little back into reading um also getting into some photography so Instagram page coming soon my Pinterest page is up but I'll probably do some type of linking to that through Instagram but yeah I mean I guess that's pretty much it <laughs> Hi, my name is Capri. Um, like Amber, I'm also married. We have our first kid on the way, so I will be taking bathroom breaks. So if you see me run off and disappear, I'm not being shady. Pregnancy bladder waits for no man at all. I work with children and families, um, you know, in the metro Detroit area. Was born and raised in Detroit. Uh, we've been in the metro area for a couple years now. Hobbies include definitely reading. Um, I am rediscovering and getting back into writing. So stay tuned for that. My Instagram is my name, Capri Janine. And I can also say these people be downplaying all their talents and skills and hobbies and interests. Though they don't have them right now, these are some really talented folks with some undercover um, gifts. You know, I'm not going to call y'all out on all y'all many talents and interests and passion, but just know that just because they didn't say it today doesn't mean it's some, you know, hidden 
talents around. Like some people are really creative. Some people know how to cook real good. Some people it's the next Beyonce when it comes to dancing. But you know, you know, I'm gonna let them downplay it for now. So yeah, my name is Capri. Hey y'all, my name is Chelsea. I am also from Detroit, born and raised. Um, Similar to Amber, I am a CPA uh, by trade. We also work at the same company. So my sis, my coworker, all that in one. In addition to my day job as a CPA, I am a learner. Um, I would say that is my hobby. I love to learn. I love to pick up new skills, find new things to get into. So Right now, I'm in the process of teaching myself how to code and doing a bunch of other different things. I pick up so many different projects on a daily basis. So um, that keeps me pretty busy in addition to all of my work stuff. Speaking of coding, I am a part of the startup um, team for a new app, a new mobile applications company called Kinfolk App. The goal of the app is to match uh, creatives with projects. Um, similar to a, a dating app that would match you with a potential mate. Um, and so we're building out the, the program and the algorithm for that. Um, so very excited. If you want to check it out, you can follow us at app.kimfolk um, on Instagram. And also there's a link to our website as well um, to get involved in possibly investing in the company as it is a startup. Thank you, ladies, for those introductions. As Capri said, sometimes we kind of downplay our talents and hobbies and abilities, but sometimes we just be into stuff so long or in and out of stuff too. It be like, mm. but I think sometimes we're just pretty modest. So on the last episode of the Throw Time with Ty podcast, I talked a little bit about a lot of things. A lot of the focus was about minding our business because that's just a good thing to do. It's not helping anybody to be involved in other people's business. And we just want to stay focused on ourselves, okay? Keeping our edges intact, drinking our water or our wine, just, you know, just focusing on what we got going on here. So that was a big part of what we talked about last week. However, I also talked about my relationship with my cousin in particular and how growing apart from people as we get older is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, When people talk about growing in terms of relationships, sometimes we think, oh, we're talking about outgrowing people, but that's not always the case. Sometimes we just grow in different areas of our lives. It doesn't necessarily mesh, you know, as we grow older and get older. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today with my friends and about this particular friend group. We have a vulnerability support group group chat. Um, This group chat is almost two years old now. It started in November of 2019. Well, at least that's when I named the group uh, the vulnerability support group. But we were chatting and stuff before then. And now we even have our own little acronym called VSG. Like, y'all, we get together. We have VSG meetups. Like, we just kind of have this little tribe almost like we don't only just talk about stuff in terms of vulnerability we spend little funny stuff in our group chat like it's just crazy how our group chat kind of evolved into what it is today we give gifts as a group for our birthdays and stuff so it's just really something 
fun, cute, but also helpful for all of us as we have struggled over the years and still struggle sometimes with being vulnerable. So that is uh, pretty much the history of our group. Also, I want to mention, too, that I met all of them in college, but they knew each other from high school. So kind of the odd one out a little bit, but I never feel like that. So anyways, as I was talking about, you know, growing apart and maintaining friendships, etc. Sometimes we go some time without talking to our friends. I know sometimes I can be guilty of this. So my first question to the group is, do you communicate with your friends when they may experience an unusual period of time without hearing from you? If so, how do you communicate this? And while they're thinking, <laughs> I'm going to start off by saying that I do a little bit of both. Uh, sometimes I don't communicate it. I feel like over the past few weeks or so I've been in one of those periods where I haven't been communicating much with people and I don't think I communicated that to anyone that I was kind of going off the grid sometimes it's longer depending on the friend or the friend group like I have some friend groups that I have been going without talking to for months now but I might check in whatever but I haven't did that lately that I have mentioned that I'm, you know, going on a little hiatus, but I have had times in the past that I kind of communicated to my friends like, hey, I'm going through this or I'm going through that, or you might not hear from me, you know, for a certain amount of time, but if you need something, you can still call me, blah, blah, blah. But most times I just like slide off the grid. <laughs> but what about y'all? I'm, I'm like... I would say I'm getting better at communicating to my friends when I haven't heard from them in the in a while. I literally used to just be like, "Oh, I ain't talked to them in a while. I wonder what's going on with them." Like, but now I'm more conscious about, okay, like I haven't heard from so and so. Let me let me text them. Um, I'm I'm better at, hey, you've been on my mind lately. I just want to text you and you know say, hey, I love you or. Hey, I'm thinking about you. We don't even have to go into full-blown detail or what you're doing. It's really just, okay. And I think, I think it might be because um, since I've been on like maternity leave, um, I've been having a little bit more time to kind of just like think about family and friends and different things instead of just like go to work, go home, take care of the family, eat, go to sleep, do it again. So that might be a reason why I'm like, all right, let me just check on this person. But how about you? How about when you might go a long period of time or an unusual time for other people? They they might go without hearing from you. How do you gotcha. communicate that or do you communicate that to your friends? I I don't necessarily communicate that of myself. So I but then I also don't know if I'm ever really off the grid. I think I'm pretty much available usually. Um and especially with like social media presence um I feel like that's the indicator too of like friends like oh okay she posting so she must be cool or doing well so I don't think I've ever been like all right y'all unless it's something like okay when I was studying for my CPA exam or something like all right y'all I'm about to grind this out and I'm, I'm not gonna be available for such and such but I don't think I ever just been like all right I'm chilling I think I'm always pretty like there or around which can be good and bad too it might be just a lot of stuff that I need to probably step back from and take it and decompress, but you know, that's me. Thank you, Amber. Anybody else want to jump in? You could either talk about, you know, yourself, 
how you might communicate to your friends if you do, if you're going an unusual period of time without hearing, if you're going to go a usual amount of time without hearing from you, or you could talk about the other way around or how you might check in on your friends if you do, if you have gone a, t a long time without hearing from them. So either one is fine, or you can talk about both. Um, I'll talk about the first one. Um, usually, I feel like I'm pretty similar to Amber. I'm usually always available. And sometimes I feel I need to pay more, which is why we have this VSG group. I'm still struggling with the vulnerability piece. Um, I do not communicate when I am going through a rough patch. It's very, very rare. Um, usually I just push through and just try to like muster through it, especially if I'm in a group setting. I don't really talk about if I'm going through a rough time. Like I kind of just deal with it by myself. And if people call me, then they call me and I'm there. I'm like, hey girl, what's going on? Like, I just kind of disregard it when I should really kind of speak about it a little more because like, if I can't show up for myself, I can't show up for real for other people. So yeah, we working on it. I feel like um, I am pretty known for doing disappearing acts. Um, I think part of it is just like, you know, growing up in my house, me and my sister and my, all my siblings, the closest age group is eight years, right? So while my sister, like, you know, my sisters and my brother, like, you know, I, I love them all. It's not a time where I spent growing up alone. So it's like, for me, part of it is just kind of how I process and how I'm used to being, um, you know, taking time for myself. I think other times it's a little bit more predictable. I think um, me and Ty are good at kind of like, knowing like okay this date is coming up so I know she may be like a little bit distant there so I'll shoot a text um so I feel like for me it's a little bit of both like if there's an intentional time when I'm going off the grid which definitely has been where like I'm like okay you know I'm gonna take some time for the next three or four weeks and just really stick to myself I do try to communicate that probably like once I like all the years I've been friends with people but um the other times I don't know I think it's just when things get hectic for me, I just turn internally um, just because I know that like eventually I'm going to find what I need from within myself, like whether that's like me pouring into me or God, um, you know, me receiving like some encouragement from him. Um, and it's, I, I can say that it hasn't always been healthy, but I think I'm working on that. And I think, you know, we're going to talk about this a lot later, but I think for me, as I've grown as a person, I've some of my relationships have had to shift because before when I'm having times where I'm not really like available, I will lean for other people for that. And now because I'm growing a little bit more emotionally independent, like I don't, I don't need them for that. So it's not like, uh, I'm not talking to you because I don't need you. It's more so like, I don't need to depend on this relationship that way anymore. So when I'm going, you know, within myself, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a sign of growth for me. So I think it's like, it's it's in parts and depending on the reason, like sometimes it's a good thing that I'm not like, you know, reaching out to a bunch of people because that means that like I'm solid with my faith. I'm solid, you know, with who I am. I've had some time to reflect. And other times it's just like, mm, I just want to wallow and I'm just sit right here and wallow for a minute. And then when I'm done, like I'll pop out and be like, hey, how y'all doing? But I think sometimes I just need that time. I'm going to jump in really quick because you made a good point, Capri, because that was really what I was getting at. Like sometimes when we're going in different areas, like we might not need to depend on this person or need this person for certain things anymore. So that's why I say like 
that has a negative connotation a lot when people say growing apart it's like no I'm not outgrowing you it's just that I'm growing in different ways and that I don't you know need this relationship or you in a capacity that I might have needed you before but I still love you like we can still be cool we can still hang out occasionally but we just might not talk as much so I'm glad you mentioned that so for me it's so interesting like hearing you all say like yeah like I feel like I need to get better at this and you know, I go off the grid so often because I am like covering my face in shame because I feel like I am like the culprit of living legit like off the grid. Like I don't even think I think my default is off the grid. Like I have to come back on the grid. Like that's the change for me. So oh, I feel know. like right. <laughs> I feel like I definitely like I mentioned earlier, I'm in so many different projects and just trying to do so many different things that I often forget that like I have these people that care about me and care about my well-being and want to genuinely want to know what, you know, how am I doing and what am I doing? And so I think being a part of this friend group in particular has really like shown me like the importance of like having that support system to like, you know, be able to reach out, like I get texts from each one of you individually. So not just from a group setting, but individually to say, hey, Chels, how are you doing? Or, you know, just checking on you, just want to make sure you're okay. And really, like, I just go along with life so often. And so it's nice to have like those, that group of people that is there to just kind of check in on you. Because similar to Capri, I do everything internally. Like I try to problem solve internally. I do a lot of things by myself. Um, and so just pulling back and realizing that I don't always have to do everything all by myself all the time. Um, so I think I just need to be more um, intentional about, you know, reaching out to my friends um, and, and receiving when they reach out to me um, as well. So Thank y'all. That was very interesting and a lot of what I already know about all of you. Um, since we're talking about, you know, communication and things like that, obviously our relationships have changed over the course of a little over a year now um, that we have been in this pandemic. And I just want to get a sense of how that has impacted your relationships with other people. So since you can't physically spend time with your friends as often, of course, because of COVID, what steps have you taken, if any, to maintain your relationships? Has the quality or quantity of your friendships changed? Relationships are drowning. <laughs> I would just be honest. I'm very much an in-person kind of friend, right? Like, over the phone, I get distracted. I don't like answering my phone all the time. You know, my husband and I, after seven years of being together, finally have the same work schedule. So when he's here, you know, I don't really talk to people. So it, it honestly has been a challenge for me um, because I'm so much of an in-person, like I feed off people energy, you know, we get excited. Like I have some friends before the pandemic, like we didn't talk every day, but we'd get together once a month for three to four hours and shut Starbucks or Panera down. And like that, that's how I am. You know, I feel like um, for me, 
phones and video message in some ways they limit vulnerability right because I'm not in your face I'm not just focused on you I got distractions I'm trying to make sure you know Netflix not playing in the background or you know Randy my husband ain't hungry or I ain't missing dinner so I feel like it definitely has been a challenge for me I feel like I've made like some strides of like maybe texting or some video chats here and there um, but it's definitely been challenging challenging for me and now that I'm pregnant too and like my immune system is compromised like I'm a lot more COVID conscious and almost have some anxiety around it so like you know things that I could have done before aren't the same like I'm not as comfortable going to restaurants I'm not as comfortable doing some things so it's definitely been a challenge for me and I'm a hugger too so it's just kind of been you know, difficult all around for me to maintain some of my friendships. I think that people who genuinely know me, like they, they understand that and they know it's not just like, you know, me acting funny, but it's just that I really value like in-person face-to-face interactions and, you know, COVID has, has limited that. For me, COVID, I don't know, it's kind of like good and bad. So at the beginning of COVID, I was just trying to make sure I was about to survive because <laughs> I'm telling y'all, my anxiety, I used to have to go outside and breathe fresh air because I'm like, okay, okay. Then I was scared outside because they said it was in the air, so I had to stay in the house. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I was just trying to make sure I was good, you know, but at the end, well, not at the end because we still pretty much a pandemic, but later in the year. It would it brought me to be more like okay y'all life is short okay this is this is really crazy because look people are are dropping our people are really you know getting sick and it's like I value my friendships so much so I'm I'm texting people like you know I just want to let you know I love you like like this is my final message but it's not I'm just like I'm really in the I'm heavy on the I love yous now because of COVID. Because I'm not, I value my friendships and my relationships so much. I'm not willing to risk we not talking for one to three months or whatever, how long, you know, to be like, dang, I should have did this or I should have said this. You know, I want to let you know now in the front, we locked in. This is, we are friends. I love you, regardless if we talk every day or every other month. You know, I just want to let you know that, you know, we still, you know, hopefully we're still going strong. So COVID really just kind of added, I think, some value to me, you know, being intentional about being a friend um, and kind of, you know, trying to show up, obviously not physically showing up, but, you know, being there, really invested um, and trying to, you know, give people at least some time where I can kind of focus only on like, our friendship and our relationship and things going on in their lives and stuff like that. And it helps with doing, you know, FaceTime. I haven't FaceTime so much in my life. I'm, I wasn't a FaceTimer. You know, I was a texter, really. I really was a texter. But now I'm like, I'm gonna jump on FaceTime because I want to see you. I want to see your face because why not? Um, so now that's, uh, that's a big thing, you know, video calls, Zoom, Zoom birthday parties and baby showers and <laughs> all that stuff. So yeah, it's just been like kind of like a, a eye opener for me, really. Um, or I guess maybe I just turned it into 
for the better, I guess, on my behalf. So, yeah, real quick, going off of that, FaceTime, y'all, I used to, I promise, every time people would FaceTime me, I'd be like, you can't just call. Like, why can't you just call? Like, why we got to FaceTime? Why you, like, you trying to see what I'm doing? You want to be nosy? Like, <laughs> but don't get me wrong. If my friends FaceTime me, I'm going to pick up. But like now, I feel like all I do is FaceTime. Like, I don't even call. If I call somebody regular, I feel weird because it's like, we should FaceTime. We should FaceTime. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have seen my friends. Now, I have seen my friends during the COVID. But I'm heavy on the FaceTime, too. So, like, I'm not really a let me reach out to my friends, like, every week or let me just call I ain't doing that I hate talking on the phone hate talking on the phone um but now I feel like I'm more like you know what let me just call them just check in get on FaceTime I feel like COVID put a little bit of a damper on my progression in my friendships because like coming out of I guess all during college like I was very focused on school and work and that was my focus and I realized that wow I really just spent five years because I did undergrad or grad school straight through like five years by myself and so when I graduated college like I was trying to be intentional of okay like if there's a birthday if there's an event if there's something like I'm gonna go like I have no excuse like I'm gonna show up I'm gonna go I'm gonna be there and so I was you know trying to be more intentional of like you know showing up for my friends and of course when you know COVID hit you can't really do that and at the beginning like I was definitely taking it very seriously just my parents they have autoimmune diseases um and so you know being around them just really wanted to make sure that I was being as safe as possible um, so I did not come out the house at all at the beginning of COVID. Um, like I didn't see my boyfriend for like a whole like four months in person because I was just taking it that serious. But I think definitely like the use of technology. So like we'll throw in a group chat, hey, like emergency BSG FaceTime call, like what time are y'all available? Let's start on the schedules. Let's do it. Um, and I think it definitely helps to have you know, to see your face. I'm like, yes, I want to hear your voice above a text, but definitely, you know, I just want to see the expression on your face and, you know, see your smile and see how, and you can really see like how that person is doing um, versus, you know, they can mask how they're feeling in a text or they can kind of mask how they're feeling on a call. But if I can see in your face, okay, something's wrong, then, you know, you can kind of take it from there. So I think, you know, just using, you know, technology to, to our advantage has been has been helpful and forcing us to be intentional on, you know, reaching out to, to our friends and keeping those relationships intact. Like Brie, for me, I feel like cheating during COVID <laughs> has been helping me. Like, although this pandemic has been going on, um, you know, I have seen my friends as well. It just hasn't been as often as it usually would be. But honestly, those little times that we have seen each other, although it might not be as often, it might be, you know, every other month, every couple months, whatever, like those little tidbits of time has been really helping me through. And also, along with the cheating, having the work from home dates that I have had with some of y'all, like those were, um, 
you know, some kind of interesting ways to kind of get around, not get around anything, but, you know, like a lot of us are working from home. So it's like, how can we make working from home kind of suck a little less? Because I don't know about for y'all, but it has its pros and cons. And some days it's just like, I like to leave work at work. That was the good thing about, you know, working at, you know, the physical office is that I can leave that stuff there. Like, okay, I had a bad day or whatever's going on at the end of the day. And um, all right, but I'll be back tomorrow or over the weekend. I'll be back Monday, whatever. But now I can't leave it at work because work is like not too many feet where, you know, I cook and eat or whatever. So it's just like having those work from home dates and just having some other interaction going on, making it a little bit more interesting um, was helpful during the pandemic. I think in the beginning, a lot of us was trying to be creative. Like I know Amber before put in our group chat, like that game app. I don't think we ever played any, but at least, <laughs> at least we tried to be creative in the beginning to try to do different things. I know we put stuff in a group chat, like the different ratings and stuff they do on Shade Room, just trying to find something fun to do. We've had our FaceTime dates um even when we did my little graduation drive by like we had a FaceTime date then we had a FaceTime date for Capri and Chelsea's birthday last year we had a toast on face like that and we were on there for hours we had music going and everything like it was a party we just wasn't together so those are some of the things <laughs> oh yeah we did have DJ Liftoff too at the club mm -hmm in your house like those were the kind of things that really kept me going and still keeping me going um during the pandemic so interesting sorry that I cheated but I mean I have been COVID tested quite a few times and I've always been negative thank the lord but but it really has got me through you ain't sorry you ain't sorry <laughs> Yeah, it's okay to not be sorry because I'm not sorry. I feel you're like, like, you're like I'm sorry. I'm going back to my Beyonce. I'm sorry. No, I I'm feel sorry. like with COVID, it's been hard because it's like every time it's a risk, but weighing which risks are worth it and trying to make them as calculated as possible. Because what I found out is not, I think with COVID in general, like whether it's my friends, my husband's friends, anybody in the universe, it's usually not that you don't trust your friends but you don't know who your friends been around and you don't know what type of behaviors they do or do not you know that they have and i'm also realizing that not every person who catches covid is doing something wrong like there are people who wear their masks all the time people who social distance all the time and still you know still get covid so i'm realizing too that like it's not like something that's calculated. Like, oh, if you do A, B, and C, you get COVID. Like, no, like some people, I've known some people that have been around the world and back and they never wear a mask and they never gotten COVID. So I feel like that's the hard part too. It's like, it's so much uncertainty around it and trying to figure out like, you know, which risks are worth it. And I think, um, especially in the profession where I work in, where the majority of my job is work from home, but I still am responsible for going to some clients' homes. It's like, it's no longer just about me no more. So it's like, 
we were in a situation a couple of weeks ago where like we we do everything to a T, but somebody else got it. And I'm like, wow, like if I really would have contacted COVID, it's not just me, right? It's me, it's my parents' household, it's my sister's household, it's these three clients that I've seen this week and whatever people are in their household and their family. So I don't know. I think it 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 it's just a lot, but I like I say, I'm not. I definitely don't regret like the rest that I've made. You know, thankfully, you know, we've all remained safe. But I think COVID is just a, a uncalculated risk in general. Yeah, you're right about that. And again, I'm not sorry. So I don't even know why I said it. <laughs> it's just a good thing to say. So while we're kind of talking about friendships and kind of managing them, you know, a lot of y'all are part of several different friend groups. For me, like, checking in with my friends or whatever that's a pretty simple task because I don't have a lot of friends to check in with you know I had high school friends still throughout undergrad but those kind of you know withered through undergrad so by the time I graduated like those kind of fell off and I was left with my college friends and then when I went to grad school I met you know another person that I got cool with so now that's another friend that I have but as far as anything pre-undergrad like that's pretty much dead so I want to talk about how y'all juggle all of these friends groups especially Bree and Amber because y'all like I, I'm gonna let them talk about it but how do you juggle all these friend groups and are you intentional about making time for all of them or do you kind of just leave communication and make it plans up to them you want me to go first <laughs> okay so yeah, I it's a blessing and a curse. I promise it's a blessing and a curse. Like literally, I'll get a job and I'll keep in contact with at least one person from that job. Like every job I've had, I don't know. I guess I guess I don't know. I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm good at making connections, but I don't know. People just want to be my friend. I don't know. But you know, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. I'm I'm blessed about it because I feel like, you know, I'm thankful and my friends show up. Like, that's another thing that I'm thankful for, um, whether it's a graduation or a birthday. Like, I, I would say for a majority or most of the time, like a majority of my friends do show up no matter what friend group. But it is a curse. Like, sometimes I feel like, well, dang, I haven't seen such and such in a long time. Or like, sometimes I'll have friends that aren't necessarily in a group they're just kind of like maybe a friend from middle school and another like childhood friend from like when I was growing up so it's like I have to try and manage my time to make sure I'm like being inclusive and keeping up with everybody and it's very very overwhelming a lot of times and I don't I'm not really a fan of like mixing friend groups either because I just feel like we all just have our own different connections and like different things that we talk about and different things that we connect over so like it's it's overwhelming for sure but like usually I mean I'm usually not the reach out friend um usually my friends will reach out to me and I'm trying to do better with that I think COVID has made me better with that but yeah just trying to be intentional about keeping in touch with everybody if I haven't talked to somebody in a really long time I'll be like okay let me try to plan, even if we have like an outside patio dinner or something, let me try to plan something with this friend because I haven't this friend in a long time. But yeah, it's overwhelming. I be stressed out all the time. 
that's it. That's my take. I just want y'all to know that if you befriend Bree, first of all, she's a great friend to have. Listen, y'all, she really is. But do know, do know if you want to do anything with her, you need to talk to her the prior week or even the week before that. You can't come to her the week of with nothing. I feel like this is like a few weeks ago or maybe like a month ago. Or the day of. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I wanted to go out to eat and I was just like I haven't seen Brie in a minute I haven't talked to her I'm like you know let me see real quick what she doing before I go home or you know go get something to eat by myself blah 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 Brie like oh I'm already actually on my way to eat Listen, I'm just like never asking her to do anything again of course I am but next time it's just gonna be in advance because I was like you know what I don't know why I'd be forgetting that I have to contact her a very long time before that I actually plan to do anything with her so just PSA if you happen to befriend Brie one day <laughs> I got a baby shower to go to this week okay not a baby shower but this first baby shower and then tomorrow I'm going to brunch and then at at night time I gotta go downtown with my other friends because then we having dinner and then tomorrow I think I got brunch with this person it's like yeah. like I'm happy like she gonna show up for you I just be like damn you always busy and honestly, that even gives me anxiety. Like sometimes I hate when people be like, what y'all doing on Saturday? And I already got plans. Cause I'll be like, uh, now I got to tell them I got plans. And they're going to be like, girl, you always busy. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> like, I know I don't want to be, but I am. I'm sorry. I think it just show how much you love. Like you just, you just a person that I think everybody, like in all your friend groups, like they know that you show up and they appreciate you for that. So I don't think it's like, we all see it as a bad thing. Like, yeah, we laugh, but I think that's a that's a good problem to have, you know, that you always like got plans and stuff like that. Yeah, but then sometimes I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you go, Amber. So I know you got some, I know you got some intel. Um, I have been trying to be a little more intentional with saying no, like just being like, Yeah, I came today. Or yeah, I'm not gonna make it. Like just because I'm not gonna make it I might be doing something or I might not but I can't make it so I've been trying to do better with that I've been trying I've really been trying I have the opposite problem I'd be just if I if I wake up and I it's not on the right side of the bed all the plans is gonna be canceled I may or may not let you know they canceled but yeah so I, I think um I, I aspire, Brie, you know, to be a little bit more like you. Um, I think pre-COVID I was doing well, but since COVID, it's just not going to be there. And I don't even get offended when I don't get invited no more. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll see y'all next year. Y'all are funny. <laughs> I'm over here cracking up. Talking about some Capri, like, I might tell y'all, I might not. <laughs> this might be crickets for me. <laughs> that's funny um yeah so as you mentioned Ty me and Bree have some similar situations um and it's a blessing to the curse I I, I honestly believe in me and her trying to work together on you know how to say no and the power of no and we gotta stay home today I don't care I'll be checking in on Bree like I used to check in like okay it's it's May you're supposed to have one day off a month for self-care and to be for your and to do things on your mm-hmm, to do things for you and just focus on you and let's not go to no events <laughs> and she'd be like okay yes I had my Saturday last week I'm like okay girl because you know we be everywhere 
Um, look like she missed uh, slipping on that the way she would. <laughs> no, slipping on your Saturdays is what she was saying. Oh, I thought you said sipping. <laughs> well, I really, I need to get back to that. I'm so glad you brought that up yeah but um yeah I have a lot of friendships that I've carried from childhood neighborhood friends to middle school high school (laughs) college (laughs) um I don't know I just like having friends I'm just a friend person it's just I don't know I love being around people who are just conversation and just we can have fun I love to laugh and just do silly stuff so yeah so I I was honestly so I don't know I I think I'm just very open and friendly with a lot of people when I first meet them so like off rip if I'm meeting you for the first time even if it's like one of my friends bringing a friend that I haven't met automatically it's like sis what's up like hey girl like we done known each other for years because at this point what's up you her friend you my friend too um <laughs> until something might rub me the wrong way then I'm like oh, okay never mind and she don't want to be friends so I'm a chill I know how to step back I do know how to step back um but I when, am when so I, <laughs> I do know how to step back I have a couple stories of me just being like oh she was not nice so I'm not gonna be friendly I mean not gonna be friendly but I'm not gonna interact no more because I didn't like that um but yeah I just I also have friends in in like many groups so like you know we are a friend group and I have other friend groups where it's a little bit easier to kind of like text a group and just kind of check in hey we're doing check-ins what's going on and that covers you know five people or that covers two or three other people so it's kind of easy that way to kind of keep up and you don't have to literally individually go through your messages and be like hey 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 um, but I do have those friends also. But as Brie also said, I'm working on trying to be more intentional about reaching out on my own because I was I was bad at the being the reach out person. Horrible, horrible. Like I would go for, I don't know, weeks without saying, hey. However, the love is always there. So if you, my friend, you listening to this right now, I love you. Although I haven't texted you in two months, it's okay because once you reach out to me, it's on the popping back like we never left. Like, oh girl, how was that such and such and such and such? So yeah, I think that's me. I, I reach out when I can and now I'm trying to purposely do that. Um, I was never the one to really reach out. Not to say like, I ain't reaching out or, you know, it's just life. I just be at every event with Bree. Me and Bree be at the events together. <laughs> uh, but no, I just be, you know, working now kids involved and it just be a lot uh, but I try to I try to push through but um it's hard maintaining those although I I mean I wouldn't put my friendships you know down in any way like I, I like I'll do it I'm willing to do it because I like to get the energy I like to reciprocate you know the energy that I get I'll give it back so like bad voice for life you know what I'm saying you ride for me I'm for you and that's your period okay okay so for you, Amber, it's a little bit easier for me to kind of gauge what you got going on or doing because I have access to your calendar. So I can always look and see, but like, what Amber doing this weekend? Blah, blah, blah. When is this going to be a good time you for me do. to come over? Because I'm like looking at her calendar, I'm like, oh, she got like 
five things going on this weekend that's dead so I appreciate having access to your calendar because at that yeah. point that just rules a lot of stuff out because I'm like you oh, do. <laughs> I have I put everything in my calendar too so so I can see okay she got a nail appointment at nine this day and then she's going to take the kids to the zoo so I know <laughs> that day is a wrap I put everything in my calendar because I forget myself like dang what's going on um but also that you mentioned that we have to tiptoe around anything related to you Ty because I can't I can't put go get Ty birthday set up to surprise her in my calendar because I know she was gonna look so I have to just, just be like all right just make it a private <laughs> See, I don't be thinking about that because half the time I be forgetting you can see it. So then I'm messing up all the surprises, but it's cool. But yes. Yeah, I have access to Free's calendar as well. So if any of y'all want to share y'all calendars with me, like that's cool too. So I can know what you got going on. Another thing I want to say along those lines is I think it depends on too, like what kind of person you are. Like I'm very introverted. So for me, having several friend groups anyway, like not saying that I'm glad people fall off but it's less for me to worry about and manage to keep up with when I already value very tight-knit groups and close friendships anyway so for me it just works out great because you know that's what I prefer like I would love to have a few good friends so I just feel like it depends on what your personality style is what you prefer and all of that and I think that kind of affects, you know, your view on having several different friend groups and your ability to manage them. Because if I had all of this going on, like several of those friend groups probably would have died by now because I'm just like, I'm tired. I could barely keep up with the friends that I have. So managing all those. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah, I'm similar to Ty, very like introverted, but I feel like I need friends that, like Amber mentioned, that realize, like, okay, we may go a period without talking, but when we back, we back. Like, we pick up where we left off. Like, it's no, it's not like, oh, why is she not talking to me? Like, you know, I feel like I need people who understand, like, life is going to happen in between. And, you know, I'm here when I'm here. We together will be together. And we just pick up where we left off and now don't get me wrong like if you do meet me in between or if I need you like definitely feel like you can reach out like I'm not unavailable but I need people who understand like it's probably going to be sometimes where I'm I just can't talk to you every single day all day long um and I feel like certain people especially maybe friends from like high school or you know like middle school like in those settings like you're literally with those people every single day like you have no choice but to be around them and interact with them every day and so when life changes to where I'm not in a class with you eight hours a day anymore I I can't see you in between college classes like we are even in the same location like I'm not in the same dorm as you anymore so it's like by default us being in separate locations is already gonna be a split so there's certain people who don't realize that just because we're split locationally like doesn't mean I'm still going to have be able to keep up that same level of communication as I did before so I think just for me like I need friends who understand that like even if I'm not with you every day talking to you every day like you're still my friend I still have you you still have me kind of thing 
interesting. Um, I really wanted to hear from Amber and Bree too. I'm just like, this is this is for them. This is for them for real because I know, I know. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Throw Time with Ty podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can make sure you catch part two of the series next week. See you next time. Bye. I can say that I've been on the receiving end of those conversations of like, hey, Capri, you been acting a little funny or, you know, I feel like our relationship is changing. What's going on? What would be the steps to like get to that place where you can feel vulnerable with your friends? Sometimes I be feeling like I could do better at being a supportive friend. Some friendships, when I got married, not to say I lost them or anything, but the communication gaps were a little bit bigger. The tie today is not ready for that. So I feel okay being in the place that I'm in.